0: (laughs) limited potential (laughs) hey everybody you're listening to the gone gaming podcast this is episode 11 at least you got that number right today we'll be chatting about remakes remakes and release dates release
1: dates no
0: no no frank no don't forget to check us out on instagram at gone gaming podcast and on twitter at real gone gaming like subscribe and leave us a review For more information, you can also check us out at ltdpotential.com. So sit back, relax, as we're about to power on. Welcome to
2: Gone Gaming. I'm Luca. I'm Ashton. And I'm Matt. And we are your
0: uninformed source for gaming news. Hi, Frank. Hi. How you doing? Good. Yeah, oh, I,
1: my hand gestures would suggest I'm sexually charged for this episode. Got me a little excited. All right, and that's my appearance on this. It's, podcast. you know the week. thing is too. It's like it's an audio. It's an audio.
2: Yeah, you guys are looking at each other like you. You weren't just talking for the last ten minutes. I haven't blinked once yet. You guys are. Uh, you guys do your thing. I'm just going to jump in whenever I might go. Well, it's interesting because that's
0: usually where Matt sits, and it's just. So he's gonna I am seeing Frank in a different light today.
2: I've never seen Ashton
0: smile this much. I know. I guess we all know that today we are Matless. Uh, yep. No Matt. Mark it on your calendar. Sans Matt. Okay, listen, don't bring that language here. Why? Senza? Go <laughs> <Cool>. Senza, Matt. <laughs> we are Matless today. But we do have Luca with us. Oh well, yeah, I'm here. Hi. You're Hi. always here. Yeah, I am. Have you have you missed one? No, no, I I let you
2: guys do uh, the other podcast we're working on, The Unwritten Rule. Mm. Uh, I let you guys do one of those without me. I want to
1: see if you guys can handle yourself. Is that a little cross-promotion you just did? I think I did. Slipping it in there, huh? (laughs) Well played. You know what? just slipped in here, one of our whiteboards (laughs) with some vital information. It's okay. I'll I'll hold it up later. You'll fix that for me? Yeah.
0: All right, thanks. So, we are Gone Gaming. Yeah. And always, you have myself, Ashton. Joined by Luca and Frank, and should be Matt, but as we mentioned earlier and other podcasts, he's sometimes Matt, not here. We're, and we're Mattless. We're Mattless. I, I like that
2: term, Mattless. Yeah,
0: we're matless. It it could
1: be confusing for the listener because they may just think we don't have like welcome mats here or something. We to that don't. Effect. So it's correct. It works all around. No rubber mats in our cars.
2: Uh, nope. actually, no. I rock the rubber mats year round just because I'm too lazy to change them, and the salt is, uh went away. Uh, has corroded away my floor, my summer floor mats
1: because I didn't change them one year. I actually worst. have corroded the floor of my car.
0: Ooh, Attaboy! I'm starting to see ground. Attaboy. <laughs> so, what was really interesting this week that kind of happened and got me thinking was the release of Sonic Mania. Ooh. And I was thinking about it because I heard it's coming to the Switch, and I'm always delighted when I hear news about the Switch. It, you know, it's coming out for every other console, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's just that it's one. It's out. I was like, well, I think it's out. I think it is. You know, it is it's out. It's out on the
2: Switch, for sure, because we have so, a friend who picked it up.
0: Well, that's... I was... Yeah, I was going to get to that. So, you know, I was just hearing about Sonic Mania and thinking, okay, cool, a new Sonic game, and realized, well, it's not quite a new Sonic game. It is, and it isn't. It's... um it seems to be kind of like a, a remake of Sonic. If I understand correctly, it combines details from other Sonic games such as Sonic 2, Sonic 3. I'm not sure if it goes into the newer 3D ones. I don't think it does. It looks very retro. And they've kind of changed up the levels a bit. They made the game play a lot more 2017, may I dare I say. Because there were a lot of parts in Sonic, if you remember, like the original game on Sega, like some of the controls were terrible. You would get stuck in certain areas, and just the levels weren't always designed as great. But it's still it's still a side scroller, right? It is still a side scroller, so it's it's like you're playing the original Sonic, but they kind of meshed it with awesome parts of two, three. Some bosses are kind of interchanged in, in the levels, so it's actually supposed to be pretty cool.
2: So it's kind of like, but they also didn't just leave it at, they mixed up all the games and left it looking the same way. I'm guessing they've updated the graphics.
0: From the video I saw, the graphics look still Sega, Sega Genesis. Oh, yeah. Now, that's, I saw the Green Hill Zone, so the first okay. stage, and it looks exactly like, oh, so like, like original. The, what is it, 16-bit? Uh, it was that, 16 w- bit? 16 bit on Genesis, yeah. Yeah, that would have been. So, um, and then a friend of ours did get the, special edition or collector's edition mm-hmm. of it which i got him it looks pretty cool i didn't
2: know of it and i remember he mentioned it he months ago. he pre-ordered ago. it a while ago. i remember right? months ago when he's saying he pre-ordered it. i'm like okay like you could just probably pick it up the day of it's like special edition <laughs> I didn't think anything of it but i i don't know if it's just a limited release because i mm. think the game's only like 20 25 bucks uh digitally you have to pick it up digitally right and he paid 80 dollars for it and it doesn't come with the actual physical cartridge yes it's a downloadable code I didn't know that. Yeah. So you paid okay. basically $80 for a toy. Well, it comes with like this, the
1: Sonic. What did you say, Frank? It 12 inch statue, what? It's a 12-inch statue? It's a 12-inch statue of Sonic standing on top of the, the, Genesis. the, the Genesis console. And um, where, you, where the start button is, if you push the start button, it has this, the Sega startup music. That's pretty sweet. Nice.
0: nice. Sega. That's the one. Wow. So with that coming out about, what, a month ago? No, almost two months ago now, June. End of June. Um, Crash Bandicoot: The Insane Trilogy came out. Is that that's that was already a month? Yeah, came out at the end of June. Came out at the end of June. Wow, almost two months. So that was out for PS4 because it's done by Naughty Dog originally on PlayStation One, um, and that is a collection of Crash One, Two, and Three, completely redone from the ground up. So it's not like they cleaned it up a bit and released it. It's they they built the game from the ground up. Do you think they fixed those original load times? Do you remember how bad the load times were on Crash Bandicoot? They were pretty terrible.
1: Oh, I, rem- I remember thinking. I remember thinking with PlayStation when the load times started being a thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, that was that was. I thought I was going to check out of video games just because of load times. Because cartridges were so much quicker, right? Yeah, they yeah. were.
2: And and I gotta confess something. I my, I guess my limited play of Crash Bandicoot was only from Uncharted Four. The end of it. No, I, I, no. I didn't you really play, play Crash. Not really. No, I think I might have played wow. the first level.
0: Really? It's,
1: it was, didn't, so, didn't appeal to me. Not to jump backwards for a second, but when did you guys check out of like regularly playing Sonic? What was the last Sonic game you remember? Like Sonic hush, and Knuckles. Sonic and Knuckles. That was mine too. Knuckles was awesome. I was a Nintendo guy,
2: so I played it just a little bit when the one out of eight friends I had had it, and then I went by their place. Oh wow! My my street was all Nintendo
1: come on really yeah nobody everybody.
2: nobody on your street was the one weird kid kind of at the end of the street he had it and his house like smelled of like incense and they had like potpourri and stuff all over it he was just a weird kid i didn't want he was a smelly place. kid in school there's like some like weird vibe going on there i didn't hmm. feel like going to play genesis there
0: so to you that's what you kind of acquainted sega genesis people players to smell and look like
2: yeah yeah hmm. weird people and uh
1: Looking across the table here at Frank, I, I think I, I nailed that one. We have a lot of potpourri in our house, <laughs> a lot of scented candles. I feel like you've nailed me as a person. Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't Frank? I will not say Frank was the weird kid at the end of the street. Okay. Hmm. Do you, Do you guys have any like memorable moments from, from playing uh, well, Sonic?
0: The music in number one.
1: Huh? I I used to love that casino board in number
2: two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember trying to escape my friend's house after they locked the doors and having to go out the window.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. I feel like I want to just lock you in a room now with burning potpourri. Yeah. yeah I, and I, the I'll Sega Genesis with Sonic playing. That's how you get me to play Sonic. I'll <laughs> slide a little flat screen under the door, a, a nice Sega console system, vintage. You know, I,
0: I got I to gotta say not to kind of cut off that beautiful story the uh, one thing about sonic for me was the music yeah. like every level had great music um the casino level actually pissed me off quite a bit because i had some it had some difficult areas what? to get through i found for me because they, they had like a lot of those bumpers and there's like some levels where you just kind of go all over the place and it keeps on shooting you back when you don't want to and i don't know i loved when you like just that
1: one part where you could build a shit ton of coins because you could just keep launching yourself when into you're the in kind of like the
0: actual slot machine game part, yeah, but the rest of the level wasn't any I didn't find any good,
1: yeah, but if you got a billion coins up your ass, you know every time something hits you, you lose five, yeah, I thought you lost all your rings, you do, but they they shoot out of you and you can they
0: you can bounce around them.
1: you mm-hmm. and you could recollect
0: them is it all? I thought it was a percentage. If you I, had a percentage. Was a percentage. I thought it was
2: all, but since you have so many, you'd be able to gain them back pretty quickly.
0: Maybe. Who knows? I don't remember.
2: They're scattered in a small area, right? I
0: thought you never played it.
2: I played a little bit. I told you.
0: What I did enjoy with Sonic & Knuckles, which was like revolutionary for games. That had, um, I remember it had like a cartridge. You can cartridge- flip the top up and slide in the older Sonic game. I think Sonic 2. And what? you can slide Sonic 2 in it. So you can play Knuckles in Sonic 2. Sonic, yeah, because it's Sonic. Wait, 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 hold on. So Sega Genesis, you got the Sonic and Knuckles cartridge. Yes. You slide that puppy in. Okay. You flip the top open. It has like a little door. Uh-huh. You slide that up. And you slide, you insert the uh, Sonic 2 cartridge into the Sonic so and you, Knuckles cartridge.
2: You're double cartridging it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Are you? That's awesome. I did do that. And that
0: way, it allows you to play as
1: Knuckles in Sonic 2. That actually wasn't the only time that they had something sort of in that vein. Uh do you remember when they when they bumped the sixteen bit to thirty two bit X, I think it was called? It's like a thirty two yeah. X, yeah. Where you had to put that thing in where the cartridge would go and then you could put the cartridge in that thing. It was kind of like a mounted right. sort of system. There's a really great Star Wars. And it game. looked ridiculous. Well, for the time, I mean thirty making it
0: doubled. Yeah. Right? But that was actually pretty cool. That was pretty wild to see and that you can use another character in a game that they weren't originally made for
2: that honestly you just told me this and my mind is blown like this is new information maybe
0: the original dlc
1: kind of yeah well it was the first time i think you could really expand on a game that was already purchased if you had any other form of content that i don't really know how to explain it in a way but you're right it's it's very much like the original dlc yeah for Crash Bandicoot, any big memories? I didn't play it that much. I hated the load times. Crash?
0: You got apples or something that are spinning? You collected apples. You destroyed crates. There's some tiki guy. Oh, I'm so glad they remade that. <laughs> it's fun. That probably Um, is. No, I, I think for Crash, it was just like the first game was fun it was different because a lot of times again you're either side scrolling or as a 3d game you're running away or towards the screen so that was different for a lot of games at, at, at that time
2: but it's kind of like took from contra in that right it took like you're running back and forth instead well contra you're well, running up in that once you pass that first level that's it's true call crash bandicoot a copycat of, of contra that's true that's my final stance on it <laughs>
1: This is all I remember about Crash Bandicoot, and I may be wrong, but I'm going to do the sound effect for you. Okay. There was something that would happen, I think, if you, like, broke enough boxes, or you got, I think it was, like, a floating um, mask. Yeah, it's like a tiki mask. And it would go, like, hoogabah, hoogaba. Yes. Was that a thing? Something like that. Yeah, okay, good. I then
0: he used to do these weird dances, and he'd do the, uh, I don't know, the wrestler or whatever, but he'd do the... uh the x across his legs.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, the DX,
0: the DX socket motion? Kind of, but I don't think it was meant to be that back then or maybe it was and Naughty Dog was being cheeky. He was just like, I got an X crotch.
2: Do you do you remember the
0: commercials
2: cuz Crash Bandicoot was at one point the mascot for, for Sony. For Sony, yeah. And he'd be outside the Nintendo head uh, headquarters with like a, <laughs> with a megaphone and just screaming at them.
1: I remember other- those. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, were yeah. Really, really How great, great was that? Guys, if you want to if you want to walk down Nostalgia Lane just hit up YouTube and write in original Crash Bandicoot commercials. And you know what? Now that you mention it, actually, that that makes a lot of sense that they would have done that as a commercial campaign because that was essentially what sort of got wrestling back on the map was when DX did that mm-hmm. going over to, well, this is a little off topic, but DX would go over to WCW's arenas with megaphones on a golf cart and they would shout stuff at them. Really? Yeah.
0: I'd be curious to know if that's related. Also, because Nintendo and Sony were supposed to create a system that was like really going like some deep well, cuts. Well, Sony PlayStation was
2: actually a Nintendo-Sony venture.
0: Yes. And then that, at one point, Nintendo, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm just going to like really Cole's notes it, pretty much told Sony to piss off. They don't need them.
2: They didn't like the CDs and they didn't They didn't want, want to change. And so Sony's was. like,
0: all right, we're going to do our own. I, I Enter did, PlayStation. And I that changed my life. I, you see, but like, that's the thing. For a
1: lot of people, PlayStation changed their lives, and you're a big, I'm assuming Crash Bandicoot guy. I wouldn't say but
0: big, it, but I liked it.
1: Okay, well, it was it was the Sonic of of that console. But I remember when when that was out, I think Banjo Kazooie was like the big thing on on sixty four. On, on sixty four, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and I think that's why I never gravitated towards
0: Crash. I was a huge Banjo Kazooie guy.
2: Yeah, well, Banjo was great. That's one of one of my favorite sixty four games for sure. So.
0: Yeah, well, so talking about these two games, uh, you know, out a while ago, remade, got me thinking, and I know we've talked about it, you know, with all these remakes coming out, so far we got these two, there's other ones, but, you know, what would we essentially look for in a remake? Like, if if there's another game to come out, or even these ones, like, what, what would you guys think? Okay, if they're going to remake a game this needs to happen. We don't want it to just be a polished port of the game. Kind of like what the Switch is doing to every single game from the Wii U. Well, I'm
2: you don't gonna, want that. I'm going to go with the game has to be, it can't. It couldn't have been released within the last two console cycles. So mm-hmm. you're looking at at least 10 years. Let's just say an average console cycle it used to be five years, right? Like four, four to six years. So let's say five. So it has to be older than 10 years. And there must have been improvements made like if it's just visual improvements because like even last generation and now there's not much of a there's not much of a jump Are we going to see the fibers in sonic's hair you know every yeah. individual strand as, as nice as that would be if the gameplay doesn't really change because that's the difference a remake versus a remaster that's i think what we need to make clear here mm-hmm. because the last of us was just a remaster so they didn't change anything they didn't remake i guess the game from the ground up that's what we're looking for and they a made remake.
0: it look prettier and run smoother
2: yeah it's they basically kind of like pc where you you know they had one setting and then they just bumped it up bumped up resolution maybe added better textures but the core game was the same so i think it has to be fully remade ground up which would not be worth it unless it's 10 years or older in my opinion
0: yeah
1: if i was going to do a remake i would probably i would probably follow the same sort of trends that lucas set forth but i'd i'm a big nostalgia guy if if you're gonna remake something i'm i'm honestly into kind of buying the same thing you sold me on before i'm not saying like doing a redux or like the way you just described the last of us Mm -hmm. but if you give me a sonic game i want to have the same sort of feel i want to have running be a big part of it i don't need sonic to suddenly have attack combos you know what i mean right um another big thing kind of keeping on that nostalgia trend, is I love Easter eggs. So if you're going to completely remake the game, give me little teases. Like if Dr. Robotnik isn't the villain anymore, I know he is, but let's say he wasn't, kind of tease me with a little bit of Dr. Robotnik leftovers. So Doom did something. I
2: believe if you found a secret area, it took you through like the last Doom that just came out. It took you through like an old school looking Doom game, but you have like your, you know, your gun looks, yeah. th- you look normal, but everything else is like pixelated like the original Doom. It's, it's pretty
1: cool.
0: That's cool. For you, Frank, Google um, the Sonic Mania. They actually threw things in there for like the hardcore Sonic gamers to pick up on. So to your point, that's, that's a great point because they did that this one. They, they took care of this game. Like these guys knew what they wanted to do and had the gamers in mind. Um, one other thing that I would probably throw in if I was doing a remake, especially if it's
1: something from one of the original consoles, Mm -hmm. like a Sonic, I'd test the waters on voice casting, like voice acting. Like I would love to hear, because there's obviously been cartoon incarnations of Sonic where he has spoken. Give me that in the game. That wasn't something that was an option, you know, at at the ground level way back in the day. So now if you have the technology give it to me how was the story in sonic because i I just thought you went level to level and there's a guy flying around this big fat red guy there was but there was always like the point where you got to the boss at the end and they'd have of every like because i think the way sonic broke down was it was three boards per level okay yes and when you get to the last one there would be you know there'd be word dialogue like Mm -hmm. just something at the bottom of the screen if you have the capability now, especially because it's probably so limited, especially if you're working within the same sort of um, game style format, yeah. I would I would go with something like voice acting. I think that would be really good. So your ideal is a similar playing game, but with the non-gameplay stuff revamped. Obviously, you make expansions. So like having more intricate running and movement, and yep. just better overall graphics and character modeling. Better and character- animation. Better animation. Yeah.
0: Um, I think just to add to this for me, and I I think I touched on it with Sonic, is I'd like to have updated gameplay, like for 2017. So whatever the nuances that were in the prior versions of the game that annoyed the shit out of you, Mm -hmm. Crash had a ton of them. Mm -hmm. Sonic has some stuff like that needs to be fixed. They got to take the annoying parts out of playing that game that just frustrated everybody because it didn't control well. It wasn't didn't feel right. Fix that.
1: What about if they had like a mode where you could switch it to like PlayStation 1 mode? I'm okay for, with that. For people who want to play with the intangibility of random crashes and just weird stuff for nostalgia's sake. Like it wouldn't be something... Like you could, you could only play with the D pad. You can't use the analog stick. Well, yeah.
0: Crash, especially that one, when you're running towards the screen away from something, which is already odd because it's running towards you, mm-hmm. the controls were terrible. Like you try to move left and right and hop over things and get boxes and apples and all those things in the way. And it didn't control very well. And that would a lot of the times trip you up and then you get crushed by the boulder or fall down into a hole that you weren't supposed to. So fix the controls, tighten them up, update them for 2017.
2: Yeah, I got a question for you guys, because when you started talking about kind of keep it the same, but you want the other things revamped, and I start Sonic Mania isn't just one
0: game remade. It's a mashup of all the best ones, right? I'm not going to lie. I think so. Again, because the only thing I've seen was of like the Green Hill Zone, but it's supposed to have different levels, I think, that are from the original okay. so Sonic
2: So let's say that's the case. So we'll say yes. Okay. What would you want? Do you want a game remade? Faithful to the original. So obviously you're going to update the controls. I think everyone's in agreement for that. But when it comes to, you know, what levels are in the game, uh, voice acting or not, maybe better cinematics, what would be your perfect remake? Not remaster, remake. Ooh. Because I'm thinking, like I like when Frank's saying the voice acting, it's tough with like Zelda if you wanted Zelda remade. well, That'd be
0: pretty simple. You don't get anybody.
2: Well, I'm saying if you got link to voice it and then maybe you expand on the cinematics right? right because those 2d games had very little story going on it was more about you know beating each level yeah so like if,
1: if you could see like link to the past kind of reduxed remade have, and having, just
2: yeah having like an anime scene in between or whatever it is right Just to suit the the art style but obviously better animation that I'm in a, I'm in a nice in between spot yeah keep the original gameplay Keep the levels the same. I don't know if I like the mashup, but I like adding the story stuff to it.
0: For Sonic, it worked, apparently, which we'll, we'll, we'll get to in the news. But, um, you know, talking on that, so you mentioned Zelda mm-hmm. as a series. What games would you guys like to see remade?
1: Get, get remade? Yeah. Oh, my, my list would be endless just because I'm, I'm a huge... Really? I'm, now, a huge, I'm a huge nostalgia guy. Like, I love all those old games, and I think that... I think that there's like such a missed market for some of the, the more independent IPs, the okay. lesser known or the less remembered. Will you say? I don't know. If, I don't know if they'd be considered less remembered. Like the one I have for, for the the one that I just sort of like popped into my head. one, yeah, one just popped in mind. Even though I have a predetermined list, one came to me. I don't want to say it right now because I, I. Would you guys mind if I just kind of
0: listed off a couple? What I'll ask, and this shouldn't. Impeccable in any way, but I'm curious if it falls through this. So, if you look at a lot of the remakes that we've seen, so Crash and Saint Trilogy, you look at Sonic, you look at let's go all the way back to Mario All Stars. Uh, you got the you know Mega Man Collection. Um, they usually encompass multiple iterations of the game. Okay. So one, two, and three, you know whatever it is. So do you have, I'm, I'm curious, Frank, in your list, do you have anything where it's not just a single game? Because there's like a lot of games I could think of that would be, oh, that's cool if it was remade as one, but would there be a collection of that like that franchise that you'd like to see? Okay, so mine was kind of like already
1: done that way. Oh, okay. But I'd like to see it expanded in terms of, well, let me just tell you first what i like Lay it to on see. us. I'd like to see a Bond Legacy game. Okay. So but, it's essentially a remake of Goldeneye. And I know GoldenEye's already had a remake or... No, no, it hasn't. It was, it was a revamp. There was,
2: there, was a, there was a thing that was unofficial made on PC. That's what I showed you. Yeah, it's not official.
1: No, but there was actually... Wasn't there...
2: There was a Goldeneye not made by by Rare. Rare and yeah. it wasn't... There's no common... It was other like, than like the Goldeneye title and I like guess similar storyline, but it wasn't the same game no,
1: at all. No, it was completely terrible. Yeah. That said, if they remade Goldeneye... One of the best things about GoldenEye is it takes the nostalgia from all the other movies and sort of mishmashes it for the multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be even better, instead of maybe centering it around GoldenEye, just call it Bond Legacy and you run built missions from every movie. But using the GoldenEye engine, but revamped. With, with the Goldeneye engine revamped, obviously for you know modern gaming do real great voice work. Maybe for some of the guys, you'd have to bring in impressionists or.
0: You would want to keep it looking like GoldenEye. You wouldn't want to see that updated No, we mean revamped. No, no. The no. same,
2: like kind of the same gameplay, similar to. Sorry, when
1: you, when you say like the GoldenEye engine, I assumed it was like you
0: well, want it
2: to look a like revamped 64. Engine. I,
1: I meant like in the, in the sense of. Gotcha. I, I want gameplay that fits a first person shooter. I want the visuals to be visuals that would fit a modern gaming
0: nice console
1: okay. whether it's a pc or an actual console but what i want is that if you're playing a scene from thunderball somebody's doing a sean either get sean connery out of retirement and get him to do the voice work or have somebody do a killer impression of him i want to hear him say many mish money punny like so that w-
2: question then you want multiple bonds in this game not just like daniel craig or sean connery that's or your I- favorite timothy dalton
1: why? Why would you You know I'm a Bond guy. Why would you throw that on me? What, isn't it's Timothy exactly, Dalton? Uh, that's exactly the most why he did that. No. He's not To be honest, he's not even the worst Bond. I don't I'm not a big Bond I'm follower. I'm not a big Roger Moore guy. No? No. A you lot can't of, say he's the worst Bond. He's not, but his movies are the most hokey and campy. But back to the original point, my game would be have multiple levels that are based off of each of the movies, or maybe a string of levels that are based off the movies. Yeah. Your multiplayer is built around incorporating all the, you can be every different version of Bond. That's cool. Different skins. So, you know, if Bond in a casino in uh, Monte Carlo may mm-hmm. wear white tux with black pants, whereas regular Pierce Brosnan Bond may wear black, black top and bottom.
0: Or the Daniel Craig Bond would just wear his blue shorts. Or
1: design your own bond, so like you could Ooh. you could do like your own bond. Oh my!
2: Just imagine because like Call of Duty or any of those shooters where you customize how your character looks, you unlock
1: a hat or you unlock a specific suit. Bald Bond. You know, I've always dreamed of it. I want to see a bald Bond before I die because I am, in fact, bald, and I think bald is sexy. But on me, I don't actually no, I'm go into the world and look for baldness. That's but okay. The other thing too is I would have all the different guns um throughout the series whether it's you know a, just a standard assault rifle from the beginning of the run so somewhere we'll say in like the 40s 50s maybe that version of an ak-47 as opposed to like what passes for an ak-47 today mm-hmm. in a more modern movie now would you keep the slappers or would you update that with like you know maybe a punch or a knife that's that's the nostalgia factor you keep the you keep the slappers maybe there's multiple versions you know what I mean? Maybe there's the gun butt. Does Sean Connery go open fist? Maybe when you run <laughs> out of bullets, you can pistol whip somebody. Pistol whipping. Pistol whip would be pretty cool. I think it'd be very cool. I, I also think that you could have all kinds of fun with the watch. The yeah. Bond watch, right? Maybe select your own watch. So you could you could do a mishmash of maybe Sean Connery with a Pierce Brosnan watch but a Roger Moore, uh, the Walther PPK.
2: That would be... You know what? That would take a lot of people... I think a lot of people would take to that.
1: Well, it creates... Obviously, you have to create a different sort of dynamic for what each one brings to the character like that you're using, obviously, like in terms of skill set. Kind of like the way Overwatch has tanks and... But in this case, it would just be strictly down to shooters. I just think that... I think that'd be a really fun thing and I also think that it would maybe offer... Some sort of uh, counterbalance to having characters like Oddjob who are really short, running around with characters like Jaws who are really tall. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I think that game, if that was made, that would be the only game that could live up to the original Gold Knight. If someone said, a Gold Knight's coming out, you know, it's probably going to fall uh, short of everyone's expectations. But if that's the bond that came out, I'm buying it. You yeah. sold me. I, was,
1: I would love that. That wasn't even like the number. That was like the, the number one, but.
0: Yeah. Well, Luca, what about you? Throw yours out there.
1: Well, there's the obvious ones, Uh, you know, Ocarina
2: of Time, as Frank said, Goldeneye, Mario 64, plenty of games. Most of them for me come from the 64 era, Mm -hmm. but you've actually mentioned it. I didn't know you had it on your original list. It is the Super Mario All-Stars remade to better graphics, better animation with Mario from Super Nintendo.
0: You'll remake a remake?
2: Remake a remake, but add Super Nintendo's Super Super Mario World.
0: Yeah. See, I thought of Mario, and I was like, shit, they already did that. And that was Mario All-Stars, because they did update the graphics for that. But imagine right?
2: if they re-updated those and yeah.
0: put in Super Mario You know what? World to, to Nintendo's credit, it sounds like something they would do. We're going to give you another version of a game you've owned 80 times and paid for. Do you go with
1: expanded voice work? I'm, I'm going with the voice work in that game, and I'm going with a little bit of cinematics to it. I, thank you. Thank you. I've always thought Mario should have had more of that.
0: Can we get those live actors from the original show?
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> you know no. what? The 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 people who did the voice work for that cartoon, I thought it was pretty good.
0: No, no, no. I'm talking about the
1: live, know, ad- I,
0: live action guys.
1: The guys who look like legit shitty plumbers? <laughs> I'm, I yes. think they're in jail right now. I can't I, confirm. I don't
0: think we're Italian. They just pretended to be. Um, yeah, no, I thought about that because it's... When you think of one of the longest running franchises, Mario, and you're like, well, you got the original games, 8-bit and 16, it's like, that'd be pretty cool to see done. It's like, oh, god damn it, they did it. That was Mario All-Stars. But yeah. I get what you're saying. I wouldn't mind that. Well, I, the, I wouldn't mind it. To mm. see it like how the new Super Mario World graphics are. Yeah, well, the new Super
2: Mario Bros. came out on the Wii and the Wii U. Looks, looks good. Looks fantastic. Imagine that, but with, with you know, more abilities, right? Mm-hmm. With the cape in Super Mario World, oh, the raccoon Super Mario suits. Mario awesome.
0: Like, that would be amazing. My, um, that is good. I, I do like that. It's the easy answer. I took the easy way out this time. You did. Uh, for me, I honestly had a hard time thinking about this because, again, I wanted to find a collection of games. I didn't want to focus on one. Um, we may have talked about my my one or two, but for me, it was Donkey Kong Country.
2: That's, that one, is a very... One, two, and three. I guess under remembered game it seems like when people talk about classic games they don't really
0: mention that one often even though it was one of the best games for super nintendo i put so many hours into one two was probably my favorite three got a little weird but it was fun i still enjoyed three but oh my god like update the see even with those like updating the graphics i I still wouldn't mind like a sonic mania type thing where it still looks retro but maybe clean it up a bit um and then just I'd like to. I'd like to see that redone. I'd like to play it again.
1: With the graphics, you just mentioned graphics. I remember when Donkey Kong came out, Donkey Kong Country. I just remember the graphics being so mind blowing at the having, time. They were having that three D feature that actually felt like a like it was really tactile. Like you could like you could really run into things at different angles. I know it was a side scroller, but like the bananas just looked so poppy. It felt yeah. like they're on a separate plane, right? I'm saying maybe. Maybe a Donkey Kong exists in a world where we make the next really that remake should exist in a world where the next really big graphic jump comes and really mm-hmm. texture the hell out of everything.
0: I, I would I'd like to see that.
1: Like we're talking high density jungles with leaves. Everything's interactive. I think that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. And obviously animations make them smooth, crisp. Yeah, be great. Great music.
2: Do you great want story? Do you want extra? animations extra cinematic scenes in between some voice work what do you want in there
0: i don't know if i would throw those in again i want the gameplay to be updated although i don't remember too many crazy quirks when you're on the rhino that was a bit of a pain in the ass sometimes and control mm-hmm. very well so updated controls clean up the graphics again i don't necessarily need them fully 3d because especially with side scrollers, sometimes i could look weird although i would be interested to maybe see a rendition of it look like the new super mario bros Okay. So really, br- I don't want to say bright. Cause it, I, what was nice about that game was it was a bit gritty. It was a little darker. You're, again, the jungles and, and number two, you're on like the pirate ships and it was very dark. I, I like that. Just clean it up a bit.
2: Have you seen the uh, Super Street Fighter 2 on the Switch? Did you come by Martin's house and try it out? No. So basically, I think there's two modes, the original graphics, and then you can have it. It kind of looks like anime almost. So it looks like a cartoon. There's no really? pixels, no anything. So you can... It's not 3D, but it's a well-drawn character you have now because mm-hmm. you have all the resolution and your console's powerful enough, which it wasn't back then. So I, I think that's where that game should go. You
1: yeah, know? I can tell you for people who are like really into the, those properties, the Street Fighters, when Street Fighter 3, I think it was Street Fighter 3 Alpha came out for PlayStation, it really didn't sit well with the the Street Fighter population because our fan base, because it was 3D They changed angles Mm -hmm. on a lot, like a lot of attacks where you'd be punched through maybe a part of a board. There'd be an angle change. You'd have to, you know, there'd be a graph, like a built-in graphic that sort of slowed your gameplay Mm -hmm. and those guys, guys who, guys and girls who play those games, they're all about continuous combos. So those things would break up combos. Right. I think that veering too far away from something like that original format for Donkey Kong, might have a negative effect but yeah sorry really quickly guys can i just throw in one extra thing just Absolutely. it'll be it'll be really quick all right that's fine if i had to remake another game and i couldn't do the bond it would totally be earthworm gym you could have so much fun with that I an open that? world adventure in space so you're talking like
2: when nintendo went from super mario world to mario 64 you want that kind of jump with exactly
1: I want voice acting. I want interdimensional travel, but I still want the fun and weirdness of the boards, like the hell board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the snot board where that you're on the was, bungee cord. That was one of very my favorite vis- games. Very to play. visual. That yes. game was a leap forward in graphics for a system that arguably shouldn't have been able to produce that.
0: And for voice work or any like animations, it's got to be like the cartoon because oh. that cartoon was amazing. Amazing. And whoever did the voice for Earthworm Jim was like spot on. Let's move it along. All righty. I like that. Well, going into the news, sticking to Sonic, uh, I don't think there's any big surprise here. It's actually getting pretty awesome reviews. Yeah? So I think the Metacritic score right now is 86. Okay. So for a remake, that's I would say that's pretty good. And again, if you... Frank, I'd really try take me up on it. Google kind of the Easter eggs that they put in there. Like, these guys, they cared about Sonic fans. They really... I'm took gonna, care of them. I'm gonna make a little note right yeah. here. Yeah. Um so Crackdown Three, moving along with the news here. Yep. Got delayed till 2018. Yes, I believe March
1: 2018. Mm. Wah, wah, wah. Yep.
0: So what's I guess bugging a lot of people about this, anyone that might be looking forward to it is this game they've been working on. It's it's one of those titles where they've been working on this for some time. I don't think as long as like... time. Yeah, but I think longer than it should have been.
2: I mean, I think it was maybe shown at last year's E3, which Phil Spencer... No, it was,
0: few, it was at least two to three years ago that they talked about Crackdown 3.
2: Well, talked about, sure. But I mean, how many people talk about games years in advance? Not that this was the right move for them, but hmm. they first showed it at E3 last year. And even after
1: this year's showing, a lot of people weren't happy with certain... I don't, know, certain I don't see what the hype is about it. Well... Maybe this is a grandma's boy situation where you got to bring in a new project manager because the programmer is listening to techno in a, an enclosed office, that. thinking he can program the whole game by himself. Well, once
2: again, uh, <laughs> yeah, I would rather them take their time. I'm not necessarily hyped about Crackdown Three, but there is a following, and if it, and if, they're pissed if they take an extra four months to come out with the game and it's a good game, uh, I,
0: good.
1: I I don't think it. I don't know. We'll we'll see. I think somebody needs to crack down on the developers of that game. I think you'd rather them
2: release a finished product.
0: Was that too on the nose, though? Yeah, yeah. it was number three. She
1: um, said, said, "Crack that whip."
0: Number three. There was a tweet from Phil Spencer, and I'm gonna read this quote: it "says We are doing something we haven't done in a while at GamesCon." It will be different from what fans expect, but I'm excited. What does that mean? I
2: think he's his wife is praying They're doing a gender reveal party or something. I have I have no idea. I have no We've idea. never
0: done that. The game's gone. Like
1: they wheel out a pink PlayStation. It <laughs> it's a boy.
0: No. <laughs> wrong wrong system, but I guess that would be funny. Yeah, wrong color. Um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that. It's okay. Yeah, that yeah, was done on purpose. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, um we do know that they are Xbox is supposed to reveal more about the pre-orders for the Xbox One X so is that what they're gonna do is this what they haven't done before like everyone knows I follow a bunch of I guess like I follow like EB I follow Best Buy
2: and all that stuff on Twitter and they're already mentioning that pre-orders like look look forward to Sunday there might be something about pre-orders for Xbox One X everyone knows it it's the worst held secret if you're listening to this before this coming Sunday, which is, what's this Sunday? The, the 20th? 20th. The August 20th. Pre-orders will go live either then or
1: the following Monday. And remember that guy when we were doing the E3 specials who was ranting and raving about how Xbox should maybe use the brand of their project name. No, you said you wanted a scorpion, a physical scorpion on stage or a mechanical physical scorpion on stage. That said, if you call something Project Scorpio and there isn't a single scorpion on it, it ain't cool.
0: We also pitched an awesome idea for the marketing team, which I don't think took, at least not yet. Maybe Gamescom. game's gone, but
1: go on. Luca, why don't you tell our listeners what's going to show up more than likely on the Xbox and the controller? Yeah, what's what's rumored?
2: Well, well there's a i guess a launch edition I don't know if it's a special edition or all the launch ones are going to be called the project scorpio edition Oh, so i don't know if it's a separate whatever skew you can order mm-hmm. or if it's all of them at launch and what will brandish them i think there's a texture on the console they're all black there's no mechanical scorpion frank but is there like maybe a scorpion symbol it says project scorpio in that text on the controller and i believe on the console
1: We're getting closer to that big
0: giant scorpion, guys. They're not
1: going to have a big giant scorpion. We might need
0: a new segment called Frank Was Right. Frank Recall. (laughs) Frank Recall. (laughs) Number four, Splatoon 2 Switch Bundle announced for North America, exclusive to Walmart. I think it comes with some watermelon-colored controllers, pink and green. Well, that's interesting. You're going to buy one now? No. No, I'm not. Uh number five, LA Noir Remaster. Speaking of remasters, uh sounds like it's coming to the Switch, PS4, and Xbox One.
2: Uh I guess our friend Martin who picked up Sonic he was still loves that, that game. And I gotta tell a story about LA Noir. So tell on it. Steam you can get you can gift people games, which is one of the cool things I think Sony and Microsoft should take advantage of and Nintendo if they can, where you can actually buy a game digitally and send it to somebody. So it was Martin's birthday. I'm like, I'm gonna get Martin. He loves Ellie Noir, I'm gonna buy it for him on Steam. So I bought it for him. And spent thirty bucks on it. The game's already like five years old, at least, maybe even like eight years old. Yeah, thirty dollars. Yeah, it was thirty bucks. And I send I send him the game. And sure enough, two days later, Steam has a sale, and it's like four dollars.
1: <laughs> See, that's why we can't get rid of hard copies. Because if you had gone into an EB or any video game resale shop, yeah, you'd have probably picked that game up for like. A fraction. Yeah. You probably picked it up for 4
2: bucks. And if there was, in two days, a price adjustment so large, you could probably get the difference back.
0: That would be nice. That's true. Yeah, so.
2: Because nobody wants to deal with somebody face-to-face. Yeah, well, Martin's going to be getting that. I don't know how many other people are going to be getting that. I guess Switch owners.
0: Well, yeah, I'm curious, though. PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. And we all know that the Switch can't do what the other two can do. So I'm just curious on, are they going to make it look kind of fairly standard across all three? Or are they going to really remake it for the Switch and remake it for PS4 and Xbox One? I guess we'll have to find out more when we get more news. Um, I think that was number four. So going to five. You already did five. Did I? Well, maybe six. And you're Uh, probably actually on like eight because you didn't count the first few. I didn't. No. Uh, This kind of got me going a bit. Life is strange before the storm. So there is a news article that I read on PushSquare.com that talked about how the platinum trophy so this game's for for PlayStation the platinum trophy was i guess not really hidden in in a sense from a lot of players but it was tucked behind the deluxe edition of the game it, so
2: what's the difference of the deluxe edition
0: the, with the deluxe edition there is an extra level that came with the game and when you beat that level you got a gold trophy which would be the last trophy to complete the platinum, to complete the list. Could and you? this all stemmed from the trophy list being, re- I guess, revealed today. Mm-hmm. And so that actual gold trophy said you had to, I guess, complete that specific level. And that level was only available in the deluxe edition of the game.
2: I'm sure there's a ton of backlash from the... I guess there's a lot of people that care about trophies,
1: not myself. Or I, I, I didn't even like real trophies growing up. Yeah. I didn't like them because I didn't get them. I was more of a ribbon guy. Yeah, I was a participant they called me. Yeah. The participation ribbon. Yes. That's all. You just like
0: saying you achieved something? I was there is basically what it says. Mm. Do they have that
1: for like video games? Ribbons instead of the trophies? No. Uh, more or
2: less, a lot of the games will... Let's go play. If you, if you just play the game, it gives you a trophy. It's like, ah, you got through the first chapter. Here's a trophy.
0: So I, th- this kind of... What bothered me about this is if this stayed true and this is true, then I can only imagine what's going to happen in the future. So soon to platinum this game, for a guy who likes trophies such as myself, to platinum a game, I now have to go spend the extra $30 or whatever just to get the gold edition, to get the... You know, hardened edition, the platinum plus edition of this goddamn game. Look, just to just to complete it,
2: you need to go through the withdrawal from trophies. You just got to cut it clean from your system because no, all you can't do, do it. is
0: all you do is
2: get upset when Horizon Zero Dawn adds another trophy, and all these games add extra things, and you spend way more time than you need to on one game.
0: Will you hurry up and finish that game? Because there's there are two more trophies for me to get now. I think it's two. Oh well, yeah.
2: See, that's the thing. You need to get you need to get clean, Ashton. You need to get clean from your trophy addiction.
1: Maybe this is your first step to sobriety.
0: Well, we all talked about how my back is littered right now with tattoos, right? So I need I just I can't stop now. What am I going to do? Cover those up? Trophy sobriety. No. I've seen a cover up tattoo show on uh probably on the learning channel. So there has been an update to this apparently later today on on um pushsquare.com that Square Enix actually made a a, a statement saying this was a mistake on our side and not our intention to gate the Platinum Trophy via the optional bonus episode in the Deluxe SKU. We've already started speaking to the first parties about rectifying this. So this actually happened. And I guess when everyone lost their shit, and rightfully so, they said, okay, we can't have this. We need to to fix this.
2: I bet it's a Sony policy. Yeah, Yeah. I was going to say that seems... That seems like a like a Sony ball. Even if people weren't complaining about it, I'm sure Sony would have corrected
0: that because that is. Bad. I hope so. Sony's not doing a lot of things, so I hope they at least pay attention to that. Well, know, especially when it comes to their trophies.
2: There are there are standards that you need to adhere to when you release anything digitally or whatever it is. Right. I know with with uh, Microsoft, you have to go through some sort of QA and all that stuff.
0: And you'll you'll be amazed how bad Sony's is. But so if someone caught that at Sony and they said, "No, you can't do this," that's awesome. D- d- doth my ears deceive me? Have you just made a critical assessment of Sony? I've done it many times. Their, on, their online store sucks. I'm not going to get into it now because this is the news section, fellas. So let's stick to the news. For everybody who can't,
1: who doesn't have the, um, the aid of a visual right now, Ashton just broke out into hives. <laughs> He's sickened with himself.
0: <laughs> I don't know what number we're on now, but let's continue you going. You don't need to number 45. Them. We're on number 45. 11. Teen. The Crew 2 will now have Harley Davidson motorbikes.
1: If you want to tour across America, if you want nice Harley, if you want to have a midlife crisis in the middle of the game,
0: I guess the question is, who's playing the crew too? Mi- people in a midlife crisis. <laughs> there you go, Frank. You nailed it. Cruising USA, baby. Uh, this one I didn't know much about. Duck Game is coming to the PS4 That's on the twenty awesome. second.
2: That's amazing. Like, you don't know Duck what game? is Duck Game? Can Frank, I can I
1: jump in, Frank? You take a guess of what it is. I didn't know what it was. Like Luca- Duck Hunt? No, Lucas showed me it. It. What would you say it's like Sm- Smash Brothers? It's like Smash Brothers,
2: you know Towerfall? Fall? you, you yeah. play Towerfall? It's kind of like Towerfall, like the graphics 2D, but okay. it's like Smash Bros where there's levels and you're ducks with guns. And it's it's and it's this fun. game
0: like it's a, an amazing game.
2: It's fun as can be.
0: It, it looks like chaos on the
2: screen. It's better than your PlayStation All-Stars, whatever that, that was fighting so game. Bad.
0: Yeah, it's it's
2: so better bad. than that even though it doesn't look as good as it.
0: Is there anything about it other than your ducks with guns that makes it fun? Cuz it sounds like we played this Towerfall, Smash Brothers, like it's like Towerfall but with ducks and guns. What are you what are you not getting? <laughs> what are you not getting? It's Jeez, Your ducks. It's no no weird I'm,
1: mage music. I'm just waiting for the next question. Like are there any other animals in it? No, just ducks. Are there different types of ducks? Yeah. Yeah, mallards. 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 <laughs> uh, Canadian geese. Loonies. Loons.
0: loons. Yes, loons.
1: I believe they're part of the duck family. Daffies. There's a couple Donalds. Yeah. There's a Scrooge. You're selling a Scrooge. You're selling, it, a Scrooge. You're selling Dewey, it. Louie and a Dewey. Yeah,
0: so yeah. They're probably not in it, but they might be. So it's somewhere there. All right. So Uncharted 4, well, not 4. It's the 4 DLC, which is not DLC. It's now a standalone game called The Lost Legacy, is dropping on August 22nd, so in a few days, next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metacritic right now, I guess, it's already scoring at 86. That's pretty good for which DLC. Is, which is not bad. Not so yeah. bad. What, do you know what Uncharted 4 scored at? Uh, that, that, was that was in the 90s, 90s mid, right? probably mid-90s. I'm very curious to know overall how that game's going to do. Like, yeah, Metacritic's in 86, but how does it compare to Uncharted 4? And I think... You're going to have a lot of people that are biased that it's not Nathan Drake. So already they're not going to like it. Nathan
2: is a big part of
0: it, though. Absolutely. To be honest, I'm a bit of a hypocrite here. I wasn't expecting much out of this. I wasn't looking forward to this. But it is another Uncharted game. And Uncharted is fantastic. It's gonna it's got a great story. I'm assuming it's a great story. It's got probably better visuals than Uncharted Four did because now they can probably cater it towards four K TVs. Mm-hmm. Uncharted Four is kinda there with PS4 Pro wasn't out yet, so now the PS4 Pro's out. It's gonna utilize the power for that. Like it's gonna look fantastic. It's gonna have the same feel as an Uncharted game. So why isn't this getting hyped up? You know what,
2: it's better this way. Especially if Metacritic is giving it lower scores than Uncharted Four, like an eighty six. You wouldn't think that'll hurt it? Well, maybe the sales, but I think when you actually go in to play it, if you don't have that hot, that, you know, your expectation raised so high, you're going to go in low expectations and it's going to surpass them. Right. If you go in with uncharted 4 expectations, it's probably going to fall short. Just looking at the score alone, it's going to fall short.
0: That's true. Uh, I believe we're at number 12. Or
2: 82.
0: Yakuza 6 is finally coming to North America. It's been out in Japan for almost a year now. Oh, So, that is going to drop, I believe it's March 20th of 2018. So, Yakuza fans, it's on its way. Can I just maybe say, domo arigato? No. No, you can't. And the last one we have for the news is Planet of the Apes is releasing a game. Did anybody know about that? I No idea. Yeah, and it's coming out this fall. Like, it's actually... Pretty much completed. Is it based off the f- movie franchise? I believe it's supposed to take place between the last two. So the newest one and the one before. Okay. Whether it's War, whatever the titles were. It's War were, for the Planet of the Apes. And War and of, of, the of, the, of, the Apes, of the Planet of the Apes. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. And War with the Planet of the Apes.
2: You don't, you don't by chance know who's making that game, do you?
0: You know what? I should. It's on GameSpot. That's where I found it. So thanks GameSpot for that. Uh, I don't remember who's doing it though. But apparently the game actually looks pretty good you know what there for were... no one knowing about it and it just being announced now and saying oh yeah by the way it's coming out in like a month they're working
1: two. with a really really beloved movie franchise that's a great intellectual property that probably should have had some sort of really tangible presence in the video gaming community before now that said you know it could be a barrel of monkeys. Yeah, it could.
0: Visually, it's looking yeah, looking decent. I'm,
2: I'm just looking at screenshots now. I don't know if these are cinematics or the gameplay, but it looks really. No, good.
0: it's supposed to like visually look fantastic. Which, if you think about this game, like they use—that's all they use—is pretty much CG for these movies. And just
2: and just how many? When's it coming out? October, November, fall. So fall. So it's coming out within a few. This is Ashton's like dream right here. Yeah. A game announced and released shortly after,
0: if it's good. Then this is how it needs to be done. I wonder if any of that has to do with them already
1: having the 3D models based off the movie.
0: Well, that's that's what I'm thinking. Like if the game looks really good. That's and that's kind of made that thing that they use these three models for the movie. So take those from the movie, put them into a game. Well, you also have a you have a shit ton of
1: 3D capture from Andy Serkis's performances, yep. Caesar. Which means you probably have every single facial expression already in a database. I believe he's working directly on this
2: game. If I, I read a quick little headline there. Oh wow! Yeah, that's oh, amazing. There you go.
0: So I'm actually kind of curious about
1: that. It's kind of a big coup. They're saying that they're saying that um, he may get Oscar consideration for his his performance as Caesar in the last one. He should get something for uh, some of those roles, but the problem becomes with it, and it's a side topic. But who do you give credit to? The animators or the actor? Because it really is a lot of legwork on the other end by the end. No, it's the, actor. It's, ah, it's the actor. It's debatable.
0: So, what's interesting about this, kind of going, segueing into our next topic now that the news is complete, is release dates. So, this one really didn't have a release date window. Well, I mean,
2: yeah, we're talking release date windows. I guess it's tying on to the Uncharted uh, news where yeah, Last Legacy is well. releasing right in the middle of summer. Mm-hmm. And Uncharted 4 released in June last year. Yeah. So when we look at all the major titles coming out, they seem to bunch up in, you know, October, November, in the fall, I guess for the holiday season. But would it not benefit some studios to maybe not try to compete directly with like the big games like the Call of Duties and Battlefields or Titanfall 2?
1: 100%. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to base it off of being that video games are a medium now that's in the same sort of vain as uh, you know movies and television i can tell you movies definitely take it into consideration that they try not to cross cross compete so you know if you know that the dunkirk is coming out on this weekend you don't release your indie film that you're hoping achieves above against that Mm -hmm. what do you do they put like at least a couple week buffer or
2: do they go like the weekend after
1: well, typically in the move in the summer, you're never going to be able to get more than a week or two. So, like Wonder Woman drops, they waited just long enough after Guardians that there, were you know, a three four week drop off. Yeah, I don't know what the drop off is like in the video game world, and I'm sure they have better metrics on why they would release leading into Christmas. My thing it's kind of that beautiful mind thing. If you have a bunch of titles coming out for let's say the holiday season, mm-hmm. like which Black, is what happens every year, Black Call of Fro- Duty. Uh, black what black, are you talking about? black Friday and Christmas obviously being the two big yeah um or thanksgiving right yeah the American Thanksgiving but specifically Black Friday is a lead into that mm-hmm. um I think putting all those targets for people in that short month window there's only so much disposable cash people have at the holiday season and so much time to play games exactly whereas I think if you if you were to If the video game companies were to come together and start a rotation cycle Mm -hmm. or some sort of, you know, this month is yours, this month is ours, this month is ours, I I honestly think they would make more money. You look at it, a movie takes you, what, two hours to watch, and they usually go,
2: they're weeks apart, one, two, three weeks apart when it's major releases. These video games take, some people playing for months at a time. Just imagine Call of Duty and Battlefield, right, or whatever, Battlefront's coming out this year. You have two big shooters coming out within this within the same month for sure. Imagine if they did six months apart from each other. First off, people aren't blowing all their money at once, and they're going
1: to get better value
2: from each game. And they probably they'll probably buy both as opposed to just one. I
1: mm-hmm. think you're actually more likely to get people to buy in on DLC under that under that um, model as well, because just as you're kind of like dying for that next game to come out, which you know was four or five months down the road. Maybe you finish the game with a month to
0: spare, and whoop, at the three-month mark, DLC comes out. Well, it's interesting, because you're right, you talked about Uncharted Lost Legacy. That's August 22nd, so in the middle of the tail end of the summer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Uncharted 4 was May 10th, so springtime right before the summer. Yep. Uh, And those games did amazing. Well, sorry, not those games. Uncharted 4 did really well. For Uh, a first-party title, it was pretty much the only game, I think, that was the only major release at that time. Like, people weren't playing anything else. I
1: definitely think games that fall under the same genre, i.e. first-person shooters or third-person perspective, whatever you want to call it, um, they should definitely stagger by three months because play this first-person shooter for three months, move on to the next.
0: Well, they definitely don't. And last year was a prime example. You had Battlefield 1. You had...
2: Battlefront wasn't no, out last year. No, year Battlefield. Before. I know. it's Battlefront, was, Battlefront too... was
0: the year before. Okay, yeah. So you had Battlefield 1, going back to World War One, which everybody wanted. You had Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, which continued with space, and they were kind of questioning, well, nobody wants to play in space anymore. And then you had Titanfall 2, for some unknown godly reason, drop in the middle of the two of them. And you wonder why Titanfall 2 didn't sell that well.
1: Maybe they were banking on people maybe not liking the first release and jumping to something else in between.
0: Well, they, like risk. they were hoping that now that they put a story into Titanfall 2 that it, that was going to help sell it some more. Great story. And people did like the gameplay, but you're, you can't compete, one, with Call of Duty number one. And two, even having Battlefront, uh, Battlefield in there, like that was the worst thing they could have done. You but, have two similar titles to compete against. It's yeah, crazy. It's so... You know, from a developer standpoint, we get it. It's Christmas time. Black Friday in the US, it's Christmas. You want to sell as many copies as you can. At the same time, kind of like Uncharted 4, I think the spring and summer great time to sell games. Kids are out of school. They have time to play it. Now, you can throw in, well, some take holidays and vacations, and then they're, you know, the parents want their kids outside, not staying stuck inside. But in reality, if kids had a good game to play, they're going to they're gonna find a way to stay inside. Can I...
1: Can I- Throw out a little suggestion to the video gaming community. Maybe do something that comic books do. Have a video game day. Pick it start of the summer. Summer, summer, like school ends for all the students. Maybe July, the July 4th weekend is video game day. There's a video game day, and you, like all the companies, could schedule that second wave of releases so they all don't bunch them in at October, November, December. Why doesn't it tie off of uh, E3? Yeah. Yeah, maybe
0: your that'd big E three launch, E three uh, E three launch day.
2: That'd be that'd be just smart.
0: It's definitely no. It's actually not a bad idea. It's definitely a gamble that developers take or any, any company takes because again, you have the competition, right, which is fierce right now. But at the same time, you have Christmas, and so regardless, you're planning on pushing these games because people are just going to buy it whether it's a gift whether you even want the game people are going to buy it because it's going to be there it's even going to be on sale black friday they they drop prices on brand new games christmas boxing they drop price on brand new games so it's going to you're going to move units well that's what they want
2: but think about this when you go in just in that holiday season you're likely that's your spike of the year and that's and then it'll probably die down unless you're one of the rare games like overwatch that continues to sell but imagine you have an initial sales spike in right before the summer hits when these kids are buying these games and then the holidays come
0: and you can make even more money. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like Titanfall 2 is a great example. That game I enjoyed. That was a good game. Yeah. And it didn't get a lot of credit because of the time it came out. Nobody played it. People wanted Battlefield because they went back to World War I. So, you know, the whole term boots on the ground and they're getting out of space and jumping, which Titanfall 2 it, has. Yeah.
2: The thing is, you're not going to pull people away from those franchises that are very similar when their games are just coming out.
0: Yeah. So if they focused on a spring summer release, everybody at that point, they've been playing Battlefield and Call of Duty for how many months now? Yeah, six months if it was if like march
2: more? or february march i see people still you know still are playing it they just right. got it for maybe but for you're Christmas. looking
0: may june around that time people have been playing these games for six months now the hardcore are gonna play until the next game comes out that's fine but you got a good chunk of that of that player base they want to play something else what's out there What what's different because they've probably bought both games they play them to death here comes titanfall 2 coming out in the summer. You have a new game to play, same similar genre, that's going to tie you over. And that's pretty almost what it is. It's kind of sad to think of it that way, but it's you're going to bridge the gap until November for the next big first-person shooter to come out. Why I, wouldn't they want that?
1: I think another thing that they could do that would be... It would be super beneficial in the sense that you wouldn't have to have the free betas. Do a, maybe a 10% purchase beta. So... Anybody who purchases the 10%, a 10 we will say 10% of the game mm-hmm. at a 10% cost gets the opportunity to play the game. They're able to harvest data on as almost like a beta and your pre-order now costs less if you purchase the full game. Well, so it's kind of like buy a small portion of the game. To test it out. They get to run. They it's get almost to, like buying a demo though. Like buying a demo, but here here's here's an example I'd use for like a first person shooter. give somebody the first hour of the game if it's a 10 hour game. okay, so 10 they do that right now for free though a lot of times I understand, but you also give them let's say there's twenty maps, you give them three maps to play a multiplayer. you make them the three most diverse maps in the game and just harvest data to make the game as great as it could be on its official launch. Well, yeah, they they do that with betas. That's that's kind of the point, and it's usually for people who pre-order the game. Yeah, I was going to say like a lo- okay, so perfect. Then they're already doing that. Yeah, it's it's just a different way. I see what you're saying.
0: Good, you're you're, you're kind in of- touch. You're in touch with what's happening.
1: Hey, my video game day was a big hit. All right,
2: it was great. I you know, wow, love if, if I
1: if I if I patent that right now, I, I'm making I, money. Actually, I got to ask you. So you say video game day. So there's a comic book day. Is that something? So comic book day is essentially everybody that goes in gets a uh, like it's it's like a free comic okay that is usually centered around whatever the big companies are pushing i.e maybe wonder woman's going to be the big hit because of her movie coming out so you get a free wonder woman comic you get a free spider woman comic who free whoever comic and you walk away with like three or four free comics they're they're special editions just for that day oh really so are they worth anything or no Um, I I don't think they're worth much initially, but I bet if like you had a comic book day from the comics from comic book day number one Mm -hmm. or like anniversary milestone days, I'm sure they'd be worth something. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying in the sense for video game day, the bigger thing is that you build a a, a new cult, a new culture of purchasing around it. So it's, uh, it's essentially what Hallmark did with every invented holiday. You just sort of invent a holiday around selling people video games, and you build hysteria around it. It'd be great to piggyback off something like E E3, three because E three is a really really big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And- I yeah. like I like the video
2: game holiday where people you know if they want to take a, a day off, that's when everyone's going to be online,
0: everyone's going to be playing. Yeah, that'd, that'd be pretty be, good. Yeah, you know, I really, for me, I think more games need to do the summer release. I I really enjoyed. Uncharted Four, playing it over the you know tail end of the spring and the summer because I actually had time to play it. I yeah. wasn't worried about again that the November coming and yeah. the
2: impending doom of what November is. Uh, and what I'm guessing you take your vacation. Also, you're not going to take it in the middle of the winter. You're likely going to take it in the summer. And you, as a parent, yeah, uh, you probably spend the days with your child, but then you could stay up a little extra at night and play those games.
1: Absolutely. Maybe Ashton has himself a little staycation and he decides. Once, once the babe's in bed, just... Mm-hmm. And then let's ignore everyone else that's online and play my
2: single-player game. I gotta get my trophies.
1: Here we go with these <laughs> trophies again.
2: We're playing Grand Theft Auto. You could have <laughs> just popped online,
0: killed some people with Ratchet us. Ratchet and Clank's a lot of fun. I, I'm I've trying to get things. through it. I'm I've trying heard, to get through it. I've heard good things. And it's actually a lot longer than I expected. There's a lot to do in that game. Okay. So, pleas- pleasantly surprised. So, you, you guys are all on board with the... Summer release. Oh yeah, just is there a, is there a game you th- a franchise you think that would benefit from the summer release? I think Assassin's Creed because usually they have a lot of uh, negative.
2: You know, a lot of people are on Ubisoft and for a good cause, for good absolutely. reasons. Absolutely. If they can go in the summer where there's less things to play, you know, people are gonna they're gonna suck it up and play because you know
0: what, nothing's really out now. Well, you're absolutely right. And just to kind of piggyback is they might actually give it more of a chance because. It's, well, geez, there's nothing else there's nothing else to play, so I might as well finish it. Yeah.
1: Given the state of, you know, the way the, the weather's going and the way the environment's going, I'm betting that one day we won't even be able to go outside in the summers because it'll be so hot. And there'll probably be a whole secondary market for purchasing video games in that time. So video game companies, don't worry. You'll have two huge points in the year where you can release video games not that far off. And I, I know, I
2: remember the first time I did this was I went to Europe. And it was really hot in the summer. And people during the daytime, not like me, over here like an idiot, they go inside when the sun is at its strongest. So they'll take like
1: two, three hours off. Siesta video game festivals. Oh my. Or siesta video game cafes. Siesta hour. Siesta hour where it's like everybody knows 3 p.m. You get online and you start pooning some noobs. Oh yeah. Was that, right? was that
0: right? Did I say that
1: right? I th- yeah. Someone said that once.
0: Is it? Pooning,
2: Yeah, there's like a video like from 2001 on E-Bombs World or something. I don't Just know. Maybe,
1: maybe start Leroy
0: jenkins them? That's more modern. So if any of you want to contribute to these topics, if you think that there's some other remakes of games that we didn't talk about that you'd like to see, or give us your opinions on release date Windows, you know what, you think it's a terrible idea, keep everything at Christmas time because, you know, yeah, people take two weeks off as well at Christmas and they want to plow through them and chat about it with their friends at school, uh, hit us up. Uh, you can get us at Twitter at Real Gone Gaming, or on Instagram at Gone Gaming Podcast to uh, be a part of this. As well, you can check us on our website at www.ltdpotential.com. And where else can they find the podcast, Luca?
2: I guess on iTunes, which you might be listening to right now. I hope they found that already, but yes. Or the no. Google
0: Play Music Store and yep. SoundCloud.com. Awesome. So, with that, I want to go play some more Ratchet and Clank. And you, Luca, need to finish. You know, she need to finish. And on that uh, note, Uncharted Four, we're gone gaming.